Hey everybody, it's Miguel SoCal Watchabees. It's been a while. Um, uh, sorry, life got in the way. Been busy with our channel's life and uh, just everything. But uh, I don't want to make a promise that, that we're back because we were never really gone. We just took a little break. And I don't know Ooh, if we're right going to be recording this every weekend or every week. But the point is that we don't want this podcast to die. We've been at it for way too long and we got a lot of support. And I, I know for a fact uh, that a lot of people enjoy our content. So we're not going to let it die down. Without further ado, though, I do have to bring my boy into the pod. Uh, and he's been uh, part of the podcast pretty much from day one. Mr. P. Ross. P. Happy Father's Day. How are you, man? Happy Father's Day, my brother. I'm doing great. You know what I'm saying? Life is a blessing. What's your slogan every day above ground? Yeah, every day above ground's a good day. And, and a lot yeah. of people take it for granted, really. You know, it, it's not just about being alive, right? It's like, oh, right. I woke up and I'm I'm good. It's like, just look around you, man. Like, we, yes, we literally have a podcast dedicated to watches, things that we don't need, right? It's just... I don't want to say luxury items because some of these watches could be had for 50 bucks. So, I mean, it could be a luxury, I guess, for some people, but uh, for the most part, it's things that we don't need. So the fact that we have food on our table, a roof over our head, family, it's, it's gotta be right. grateful for everything. And I'm grateful for yes, you, and all my friends and family members and everybody, you know, for sure. For sure. I dig it, man. I can yeah. Life's too short. Do you agree? It's real short. So, it is real short. So I, I, I want to spend whatever time I have left on this earth doing things that I love with the people that I love, you know? That's what it is, man. Yeah, man. It so let, it's about gratitude. A, gratitude. Yeah. Don't don't ever forget the, the, the gratitude. And that that's why my motto really is stay humble. I mean, humility is is it could go a long way and it and it goes in many different directions. It's not just about don't boast about the cool things that you have and stay humble. It's just about humility in the sense that you need to, even though you accomplished a lot of things in life, you need to be mm -hmm. humble knowing that there's a greater being that did that for you and and just kind of keep your head down and be grateful for it, you know? So Absolutely. be grateful, be humble. Uh, but anyway, this is a, a, a podcast about watches. People probably thinking like, what the hell? Is this a spiritual uh, this is podcast? This not a, a spiritual podcast. <laughs> I mean, no. it could be, but uh, right. it's just nothing but positive vibes. But why don't we start off with a wrist check and then move on to uh, whatever it is we're going to talk about. We don't even have anything in mind. This is literally just a conversation catching up. So, right. P. Ross, what's on your wrist, man? Yo, I am wearing the official watch of the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. I figure I'd break it out right now. You know what I'm saying? You know, and on this Father's Day you know oh, man yeah. for the podcast of course you know yeah man i i i gotta be honest so i sold mine because i was you know in, in the selling frenzy to try to pick up my rolex explorer and um i don't want to say i regret selling it because obviously i was very much aware of what i was doing and what i wanted to get and i still have the explorer so i'm very grateful for it but i was like it would be nice to pick it back up just because they're inexpensive and obviously 
it's the official watch of the podcast. And right, I, right. I, 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 first time I saw it, I fell in love with it. They are expensive. Have you seen the prices on eBay for these things? There's they guys. Went up. Oh, definitely went up. Number the one, master. The flight master, the SNA four eleven man. I mean, people are selling them for four or five hundred bucks. It's insane. It's insane. And the ones that are like two ninety three, three hundred bucks, they're all beat up, like all scratched up. I'm like, dang. And I gotta be honest, you know, mine wasn't in pristine condition. I bought it with a uh, one of the pushers that wouldn't screw down. It worked fine. It just wouldn't screw down, so the water resistance probably was compromised. That's why I never really wanted to wear it as a daily so when i sold it i was like well if i ever get one i'll get one in pristine condition but now right. it's looking further and further away <laughs> how much are they going for new if you could find them i don't i don't i don't, I, I don't i've is it di- are they discontinued i don't think it's been officially discontinued i have no idea but uh the prices are just hmm. going up like crazy which i don't understand why but it but it was an undervalued watch for sure for a long right, time yeah. because that that dial man is just incredible for the price incredible. it's crazy yeah. but anyway on the wrist today rocking the Submariner. so the one six one oh on that you know free ceramic uh, right there i mean it, it just doesn't get any more classic uh, than this man it's hot. just it's an that's incredible hot, watch yeah, and man, I need you, to. You have sold me on the Submariner for sure. You have sold me. Man, if, if we live closer, I will let you borrow this so you could check it out and take it out yeah. for a test drive. Uh, look, look at this. The the holes on the case are just amazing. Just Ooh. the way you change the strap, it just right. looks so tooly. It looks like a tool watch. It doesn't look like a piece of jewelry. And that's what right. I love about the pre ceramic. It just feels like a real yeah. watch. Not that the new one's not a real watch. And I love right. them. They look amazing. But. Something about the pre-ceramic with the 20 millimeter lug width. I don't know. The 21 just doesn't speak to me. I have mm. all my straps are 20 pretty much. Right, right. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about I, I know the proportions work better, but how do you feel about the 21 millimeter lug width? It, it's it's a real hard thing to uh try to size watches on in odd numbers. Yeah. You know what I yep. mean? And it's just like you can go, let's say if it's 19, you could go up one to 20. But mm. then it's gonna look compressed, like yeah. the, the strap. It doesn't look right, right? Or you could go eighteen, which you have that extra millimeter in between. It just don't look right. You know yeah. what I mean? I just sometimes wonder what what uh, some watch companies be thinking doing that. You know what I'm saying? I, I see if they can have a proprietary strap, maybe of their own, but I just don't get the the odd. No, for that, for the well, I know, I know. Uh, Rolex is notorious for uh, basically. I, I don't, I don't know if they've officially said this, but I know they're notorious for not wanting people to take their watches off the bracelet or the strap right. they come with. So right. they could care less wh- about the enthusiasts. Like, oh, we're just gonna make it twenty-one millimeter. We'll make it right. whatever size we want, you know. Yeah. And it just, it really. I mean, it sucks. It really sucks. And I'll, I'll give you an example. So my Doxa, the sub 200. 19, great watch. Yeah, great watch for the money, great value. 19 millimeter lug width. So finding straps for that is is hard. And even when you do find the straps, it's like you buy them, but you could only use them with that watch. Right, as opposed right. to a 20 millimeter strap, right? So I'll, I'll plug this. Where is it at? These two right here. So the Erica's mm-hmm. original... MN strap. They're some of the most comfortable straps I have ever 
ever had the opportunity to put on my wrist. They're elastic. They, they you could you know adjust them on the fly, and they have different colors. However, each one of these damn little straps, which they're mm-hmm. literally just a like a little piece of elastic, costs like eighty something dollars. It's expensive. Wow. It's great quality. You could tell, but it's is it overpriced? Yeah, a little bit, right, but. Right. They're 20 millimeter lug width. So what does that mean? I could put a bunch of different watches on it. Now, if right. I had to spend that money for a 19, forget it. I would never do it just because right. it's, it's dumb, you know? So Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, man. Well, since we since we last spoke, our collections have just gone crazy. Like, I remember when we started the podcast. I mean, we had Seiko's, right? We had, you had Invicta's. Uh, I had the most expensive watch that I think either one of us had was my Speedmaster. Right. The right. 3511, the reverse Panda. And that was for 1300 bucks, respectable. I mean, that's, right. that's still a lot of money. I mean, obviously it's a lot of money, sure. but you know, the, the hopes and dreams for us was always to get into more expensive watches, but it was like, dang, how are we going to get there? Right. 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 But life and just the journey itself of like collecting watches, selling watches, flipping things, somehow we just got there yeah somehow sure. we just got there you know what i mean so i yeah. uh, talk about it man i mean i i you want to talk about your latest acquisition and then your speedmaster and just i mean it's crazy oh p rouse is taking out the briefcase is that a pelican case nah it's another case something like a pelican case but yo was that for men invicta <laughs> no wow what you Where'd you get that? That is the, a cool D15 piece core collection right here. That I'm is seeing a... it first right here on uh the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. That is crazy, man. What you know is what where... so, so first of all, let's talk about the case before before we get into the watches. What case is that? Is that an Invicta or what? No, it's Invicta... not an Invicta case, man. No, oh, Invicta. It's not makes... an... Hey, they make it's some not good an Invicta cases. case. It's not an Invicta case. It's a Jung Lang, you know huh? what I'm saying? It's a Chinese brand. Oh, uh, okay. okay. I mean? It looks cool. Looks nice. Yeah. Throw a sticker on top of that puppy, and there you go. <laughs> Whatever brand you want it to be. Right. So, you know, starting at the bottom of the 15-piece core watch collection, we have two Hamiltons. We have the Hamilton Khaki Field, and we have the Hamilton Navy Pioneer. Okay. And we have the Tissot PRX, which, by the way, Classic. is great watch. Great watch. Um, we have the Frederick Constant mm-hmm. Open Heart. We have the Citizen Automatic. Row okay. two, we have the Long Jeans Conquest. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Zen 434STS. Dang. Then we have the Classic Omega Seamaster Speedmaster. Then we have the Omega... Professional, yes. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Omega Seamaster, Railmaster, and then forever a watch that I will love forever is Certina DS yeah. Podium. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? me, me and Tina are inseparable. Yeah. Um, and we have the Breitling Aerospace. Then we have the Breitling Aviator Eight, the Belova Curve. The Belova uh, Devil Diver and Seiko Prospect SNE 7573. That's the solar one. Yeah. Dang. That's that's it, man. That's that's nice, man. 
that's it. How does it feel, P? I mean, that's just crazy. Like, not even three three years ago, we started the podcast. Like three years ago, that was not. You didn't have that collection. No, no, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Feels great. I really feel blessed, man. You know, because uh, these are things that I don't really need to have, but I have. Yeah, for sure. You know, I really feel blessed. So that's amazing. So the latest acquisition in that collection was your Rail Master. The Rail Master, yes, sir. What are the specs on that guy? Yo, man. Hold on, I got him right here. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Yeah, no, no, no worries. Yeah, so just any anybody listening, just just. You know, the watch collecting journey is a crazy one for sure. And just just buy what you like. I mean, you you heard Peace collection like he just buys what he likes. He doesn't go for hype. And maybe the PRX is a hype watch, but it's a hype watch for a reason. And the because and the Omega Speedmaster as well because they are amazing right. watches. And there's just some watches that you just kind of have to experience for yourself. And I'll talk about one uh, while Peace getting the the specs there, but. And the Baltic MR01 yeah. hype watch. Everybody loves it. I bought it. I waited a ye- almost a year for it, right? I paid for yeah, retail. Man. Once give it to me. I got it. I was super excited. I take it out of the box and I was very <coughs> underwhelmed. Extremely underwhelmed. I I it just felt cheap. It didn't feel like the price, if I'm being honest. It looked beautiful, but I ended up selling it on eBay. Took about wow. a $60 loss. So it wasn't it wasn't a lot, but I took a little loss on it and uh yeah, what I don't get though is everybody on YouTube. If you look at all the reviews, everybody praises them that it's an amazing watch, that they love it, that this and that. And it's like, are they what? Like, I don't get it. It's like right. it is a good looking watch. I'm not gonna lie, but it doesn't mm. feel a Seiko feels more feel premium. It. It I, I prefer it getting it. a Seiko five. If I'm being honest. So anyway, right. specs on the Rowmaster. Specs. You know what I mean? Uh, the model number is. It's a long model number. I don't even okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Movement, of course, automatic. Um, the caliber is the Omega Calibre 8806, power mm-hmm. reserve, 55 hours. Okay. <clears throat> uh, we have luminescent hands and markers. The bezel was fixed, screw down crown, scratch resistant sapphire crystal. Okay. So, yo. The dial color is like a brush black. It kind of yeah. feel like uh, you can see the textures okay. kind of in that. You know what I mean? It it looks freaking great. Like brushed aluminum or brushed steel or something like that. Yeah, uh huh. That's pretty cool. Great. That's a it's a great watch. I mean, it, yeah. it just it, it it really shows that you're an Omega fan because obviously you got the vintage Omega and you got the new right. Omega. So I I think um, yeah, Omega is, is definitely. A great watch brand it doesn't right. retain its value which sucks but right it, yeah it's a great watch brand so and uh one watch that i highly recommend people get or at least check out is the speedmaster professional everybody talks about it i get it and it's like oh the water resistance sucks and has to like chris so i mean you can get him right. a sapphire but he right. i mean we were never i mean I was an Omega fanboy from day one, but I couldn't afford the professional. So I just kind of put it on my wish list. You never really talked about it. No. And it wasn't until the Swatch collaboration, the Moon Swatch. Right. You had the chance to experience that. Moon, you're like, wow, it looks beautiful. Yeah. The, the right. Moon Swatch really opened me up to 
how great the actual moon watch is. It's, 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 it was just a eye opening thing for me. Never expected it. Yeah. Never. So expected. when you bought your Omega Speedmaster Professional, was that the first time you tried it on your wrist or did you try it? Prior I've never. To no, 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 sir. Never tried it. None of that. Yeah. But once you no. tried it, you can't take it off. You couldn't you could not leave the store without it. Basically, it's, man, listen. I'm looking at this watch and I'm like, money, 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 money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you know, I had, I did it the right way. So, you know, I just said, forget it. Let's go for it. Yeah. No. Any regrets? No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Got it. No regrets. Got it. I have What's a lot it? of watch regrets, but as of lately, I don't have no regrets whatsoever. No. Well, and 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 that's something. That's something to the lesson that we've learned, right? And and we continue to learn in this journey. It's like we experience a lot of watch, especially as YouTube reviewers, right? It's like we get a lot of watches, they either borrow them, give them to us, whatever. But you get a chance to check out different sizes, materials, style of watches. And eventually you kind of become a connoisseur and, and go, okay, right. what do I really like? What brand does really speak to me? What brand doesn't speak to me? Mm -hmm. What do I want to do with my collection right so um just like you you have an eclectic collection but a lot of what i see is a lot of sport watches would really right. surprise me because you are a vintage guy and you're a dress right. uh, watch kind of guy but as of right. late i've noticed or maybe it's just me i noticed you've been wearing a lot more sport watches yeah and yeah for sure absolutely it's, it's cool i think it, it, it really suits your personality and, and your lifestyle maybe how do you do you feel like vintage is not so much a core part of your collection is kind of taking a backseat and sport sport models are more at the forefront um i think i've been uh posting more sports models but the vintage stuff like i wear out of time so so I'll, do you... I'll, I'll never forget about the vintage. i ha I actually have a 15 piece oh, for okay. vintage collection too so that was my question. That was my yeah. question. Just because it's like yeah. I know you're a vintage guy, so you must have yeah. a core collection for your vintage stuff. Yeah. So, yes, sir. Nice man. So. Well, I have it handy right here. I'll show you because I was I was doing a photo shoot yesterday, so I had my things right mm -hmm. here. But I'll, I'll show you something. The core core collection right here. Um, I don't have a cool pelican style case like you. I have just a bunch of little boxes, but of course the Rolex of Mariner on my uh. wrist. Yeah. Uh, this I gave to my son, but I think it's pretty cool. Is uh, Doxa? Yeah. yeah Sub two hundred. This is the Aqua Marino, whatever, whatever they call it, on an Artham strap. They send us a nineteen millimeter strap, which is super cool. And then let me get the little a little thing right here, uh, so I could show you. Let me go to my video settings. So I'm gonna show my boy uh, P Ross something because I want to make sure that. Uh, that he sees everything so check it out man let's see all right so this is from mirage luxury travel yeah. so they do a pretty pretty decent job with their um little watch case did you ever experience nice. one of these cases no. No? no okay they're in california i think but anyway so here Ooh. we go we'll start off so <laughs> rolex a mariner then we got the Rolex Date Justice. I forget the Ooh. reference number, but this is from the 90s with a silver dial, yeah. right? And then I'll, I'll take it to the first Rolex in the collection, the Explorer. Fire, this is fire. The Explorer yeah. 1, 114270, I believe, is a 2008 reference. 
and then I'm going kind of all right, let's go keep it in the family, right? So brand new Artham strap for the Tudor yeah. Blackberry 58. This yeah. is a green silk cloth strap. Really comfortable straps. Artham actually changed their materials. I don't know what they did now, but it's oh, really, really comfortable. Oh, yeah, okay. it's it's a different kind of sheen and stuff. Nomos. Mm. Uh this is the uh sport neomatic. So green dial or petrol yeah. dial as they call it. And then two more, two more. Mm. Of course. Speedy Uh-oh. professional. Uh-oh. Artham cell cellclot strap. It's fire. White stitching. They're all on Artham because mm-hmm. I was uh taking that was uh right, right. Whatever. <laughs> I was taking pictures yeah. last night. And then last but not least, of course, SPB one four three. Seiko on an Artham yes, NATO. Yes, sir. So that's it is that's... not complete without that, bro. Yeah, man. No, yeah, the Seiko. I, I need to have a Seiko in the collection. I need to have a Seiko yeah. in the collection. So as a matter of fact, it's the only Seiko that I have in my collection now, which is crazy. I had a right. bunch of Seikos, got rid of all of them. So right. nothing mm-hmm. against Seiko is just, you know, I wanted to get more expensive crap. So <laughs> Right, right. For sure. Yo, what do you think about the 35 millimeter PRX? Hmm. So it's hard. It's hard to have an opinion without looking at one based on the idea that I had in my head is going to be the watch that I'm going to buy next. Uh, I want the blue dial just because obviously I've experienced, I've experienced the um, green dial, which is cool, but I think the blue dial is just going to be more me. It's going to be more versatile. Right. I thought the black dial would be it, but the black dial is just so, I don't see the elegance as much as the blue. Right. Right. However, in my head, the 35 millimeters, what I've been waiting for. But when I look at a picture of it and when I look at a video of it, it just seems a little small and it seems like the proportions mm. are a little off. It might just be me. Right. But I want to experience one in person before I pull the trigger. Right. right? And not yeah, only that, sure. they're really expensive right now. But um, they're going for like almost $700? Yeah, which I mean, expensive is probably the incorrect word. So it, it's a great value for what you're getting. Right. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a Swiss watch, Powermatic 80 movement from Tissot. It's it's a great looking watch. But um I I say that it's expensive because I picked up my other PRX, the one that I sold out, the regular one, the 40 mm-hmm. millimeter. Yeah. I picked it up pre-owned. Granted, it had a lot of scratches and stuff, but I picked it up pre-owned for like I don't know, in in a trade deal, because we traded a lot of watches, but it ended right. up costing me like two hundred something dollars, which right thinking that I'm going to pay 700 for a new one. It's kind of a lot, right. you know? So I'm waiting for them to maybe go on the pre-owned market or drop down maybe in the 500s or 400s, and then I'll pick one up. Oh, yeah, they um, definitely bound to drop. For sure. But I think PRX uh, or TISO as a whole, I think they're they're doing, they're listening to to their consumer, which is something that a lot of companies out there don't do. They only think about them and what they want to produce as opposed to, well, what does the public want? What what can we give our fans? And I think right. definitely it is a is a brand that has changed a lot in the in the last few years. Cause when we started the podcast, how often would we talk about TISO? Never really. Never, never. We never <clears throat> talked about TISO. So it's a great watch brand, but there was no watches that really appealed to the enthusiasts where it was like, wow, that is amazing. Right. Uh, you know, the the gentleman, right? I mean, obviously yeah. everybody knows that, but 
Yeah, man. I, I think overall so far it's a winner for me, but I need to check one out in, in person. What about you? I know you love your 40, so. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still loving on the 40. Y'all can keep the 35 for now. You know what I mean? I'm glad y'all got the size y'all wanted. You know what I'm saying? Another thing that, that tripped me out about people, I know this is a lot in my comments when people talk about like the Pyromatic 80, they tend to trash it, right? Yeah, I heard that. You know yeah, what I mean? I've seen that. I seen but, that. But for what you getting, even at $700, it's still great. Well, here's what I don't understand. People keep praising the Baltic MR01, right? Right. They praise it. Nobody talks negative about it. It has a Chinese movement in it with a micro right. order. Nobody talks about that. That's right. okay. That's okay. But right. God forbid you show them a Tiso PRX with an Eta right. movement in it. Oh, my God. They trashed mm -hmm. the Eta right. movement. You know That's the Baltic MR01 costs pretty much the same as the damn Tiso. Right. It, it's it's pretty much in the same ballpark. Right. It right. doesn't make any sense. Like people, <clears throat> they're so negative and so like you can't please people. And I bet you anything right. with this uh smaller TSO PRX, people are gonna complain. Well, right. oh yeah. yeah, we wanted a smaller one, but not 35. Right? right. And then they give them the 39 or 38 or whatever they ask. Right. Well, yeah, but it's right. like man. You know what? Just the brands are trying. Like they're they're, right. they're trying to appeal to and the they, they they listening. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So unlike Absolutely. some of these other companies, you know. Yeah, Rolex. I mean, Rolex is notorious for not caring about anything. Like right. they don't care what you think. They don't care if like, you want this, want that. As a matter of fact, they don't even care if you get mm -hmm. the watch. And that's the downfall of like Rolex, right? But right. uh TSO man, I I, I think um uh, definitely a, a positive trajectory. It's 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 Kind of scary though to think that they're almost like a one trick pony because right. what else are they going to do aside from the PRX, right? right. Um, so yeah, I think but, they uh, need to get out and, and experiment a little bit more, you know? yeah, no, for sure, for sure, man. But uh, why don't we do this? Let's let's keep this one short. It is Father's Day, we are uh, gonna go off and do things with our with our family absolutely families <laughs> so why don't we why don't we talk about uh what other what other new watch did you uh did you have on your on your radar or or next for your collection uh i'm not for sure right now um i think uh i think i want to chill right now okay you know what i mean maybe uh sell the remainders of the, the stuff that I don't want mm -hmm. and, um, and, and just kind of stack that money and maybe, you know, get some freaking awesome. Okay. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. disagree with you, man. So yeah, well for me, honestly, if I was, if I was looking at another watch, I'd probably the TCO PRX. Like I, I want to see PRX. one. In, yeah. I want to see one in person. And I sold mine not because I didn't like it. I sold it because I knew the smaller one was coming out. Right. And I wanted to free up some cash. And I was smart in the sense that I was like, let me get rid of my 40 before the 35 comes out. Because I have a feeling a lot of people are right. going to do the same thing. They're going to get rid of their 40 to get the 35. Yeah. And they're going to flood the market. And sure enough, go on eBay. Right. You could find 40s now in the 300s in pretty Ooh. good condition. So anybody listening. Mm -mm -mm. You want a TSO PRX, the 40 uh, millimeter version, go on eBay. Right now is the perfect time to buy because people are trying to unload them to buy the new one. Which, by the way, if you go to the TSO uh, website, 
I did this last night. If you go to the PRX at 35 millimeter, it's available for sale, but the blue dial sold out. So the black is available, white's available, the green's Mm. available, but the blue sold out. And aren't those coming on rubber straps too, some of them? The 35, I don't think. And and something that I did notice is the lug width of the 40 uh, is 12 millimeters and the lug width of the 35 is 11 millimeters. So Mm. the leather straps they sell are not compatible with the smaller ones, which is great for people right. out there creating aftermarket rubber straps because now they're probably going to get even more money, right? So, right. <laughs> uh-huh. Deluxe, I'm looking at you. So, man. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, that, that's pretty much it. The TSO PRX is kind of like, it's it's not a heavy hitter, but it's definitely a good watch to have. Sometimes, right. I don't know if, you, if it happens to you, the more nice watches you collect, sometimes you want to just grab and go and you're like, I don't want something that's, kind of expensive on something right. inexpensive but right. reliable but still has like the essence of like a swiss watch or something and the prx was always my go-to because i was like you know what it's scratched up it's kind of right. beat up right. if it i don't i don't care right it's not that i'm beating up my watches but it's like if it falls if i drop it if right. it gets stolen if it gets damaged right. i'm not gonna cry about it as, it ain't a big loss as yeah, opposed absolutely. to the Rolex. yeah or the omega or the tudor whatever you know what i mean so it, it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I know that this journey is just crazy. Like I'm talking yes, about wearing a four, five, six hundred dollar watch at Tiso, like whatever. Like I don't care if it breaks. I do care. Right. I don't want I don't want to come across the wrong way. I, I I do care, but anybody that's into this game knows what I'm talking about. You rather wear your absolutely six seven hundred dollar watch as opposed to your ten thousand dollar watch or something, right. you know? So Yeah. Yeah, the PRX the one definite go to for me. I think so. I think so. That's on my wish list for sure. Um, and and I got something special I'll show everybody on YouTube, but I picked up P. Ross and you got to check it out. I sent you the link. You got to check it out. Yeah. And let me give him a shout out. These guys, I bought it. So it's not it's not being sent in free or anything. I bought it and it's uh, it's basically a display case back for my um, Omega Speedmaster is from Spiral Winder Watch Parts. So what you they do is basically for your Speedmaster Professional, either the new ones or the older ones, you get this case back is made of uh, 316 L stainless steel, sapphire, and you could get it either engraved and it, it mimics basically the, the OEM one, or you could get it um, just uh, sterile. And they run for about with tax and shipping and everything. Uh, probably for me, I paid 119 but I'm in California. Uh, right. Anybody in the East Coast, probably a little bit less, but... I picked it up because I love the Sapphire Sandwich, um, right? Uh, speedy, but I couldn't get one. They're expensive. I got a great deal on mine, and then to mm-hmm. think that I could get but the best of both worlds, right? The hesitant light up front, and then the right. display Sapphire. case back yeah. with Sapphire. It's it's pretty cool, right? And and I and I I'm excited. So when I get it, I'll make a video of it, uh, just because I think it's really cool. I think anybody that's into like. Uh, Speedmasters, I think it's going to be a great solution to what do you do if you want the Sapphire Sandwich? So, oh, yeah, 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 man. Sure. So, but anyway, you want to plug your That's channel? Where can people find you? Yo, you can find me everywhere, Ross Wristwatch Love on Instagram, on YouTube. Um, check me out on TikTok. We have Ross Wristwatch Talk there. You know what I'm saying? So, get into it, y'all. All, All right. Hey, and you could. 
You can find me at SoCal Watcheries on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok as well. So I, uh, yeah, we're we're growing every day, and we we appreciate every single one of you for the continued support. And yeah, let us know about this this podcast if you like it, share it, uh, leave us a like, leave us a comment. Uh, it, it does help. Uh, there's a lot of new watch podcasts or related podcasts out there, so obviously. The yeah. more um, that you rate us, the uh, higher we go on the algorithm or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I hope you oh. enjoyed this kind of short episode. Any any yeah. parting words? Peace and hair grease. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. And as always, my friends, stay humble. Yeah.